0: Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Whew.
1: Well, Ooh, a lot going on. It's a Jared, busy morning. <laughs>
0: it's, like, it's like it's Christmas morning for you, isn't it?
1: Uh, you ca- sort I can see of. a little light in your eyes. Sort of. I mean, a I love. fire
0: under your tail. I love
1: big breaking news days. Um, it's not even like, oh, you know, that they're after Donald Trump today. Uh, it's more like. I love big moment days like this, and so like you I'm love start- when
0: things are unfolding second by yeah, second.
1: yeah yeah. And I love I, I go back and forth on whether I like covering them more or like sitting at home and watching it. Like it's kind of hard to, to figure out what, which one is better. Um, but it's a very big day for um, the United States. We are in the middle of what is only our uh, fourth impeachment inquiry into a, the pres- a sitting president of the United States um, as we speak. In Congress right now, um, there are two ambassadors that are speaking before Congress and kind of giving their uh, summation of their experience or giving their testimony. They have had opening statements um, from uh, the uh, Intelligence Committee chairman, Adam Schiff, Schiff, and then also from Devin Nunez, who's a sweetheart. Uh, um, I think
0: you're being sarcastic. A little bit.
1: um, But yes, I mean, it's been a very interesting morning so far, hearing um, kind of a breakdown. I was saying to you in our pre-show meeting that it's been very different to hear people give first-person accounts of what they saw, what they read, what they said, what they heard, um, what they were told. Um, It's been very different than hearing, you know, According to reports or so-and-so says or I've been told or, you know, it's been a very different situation in that way.
0: So, I mean, I know that some of you are listening on the podcast or you're able you're listening on uh, radio.com Maybe you don't hear some of the promos that we air on this station. But the promo that we aired for the impeachment, the public hearings is uh, it's great. I mean, talk about getting ready for impeachment season season getting all cozy in your quit pro quosies and gathering by the fire to hear this testimony. And now the moment is here. And what have we heard exactly so far? I know that we're hearing from Ambassador Bill Taylor. He's the ambassador to the Ukraine, right? Correct. And so what has he been saying? Because I know he was on some of the, was he on the Ukraine phone call? What are we learning that we didn't know before? So
1: Bill Taylor is uh, the ambassador that works with Ukraine. Um, And uh, also uh, George Kent is the deputy Assistant, secretary to Ukraine in the State Department. Basically, they do a lot of Ukraine policy. <laughs> is right. a short they version.
0: specialize in the Ukraine.
1: In the Ukraine, uh-huh. exactly. And so they. So if have,
0: anyone knows about corruption, it should be these two guys.
1: Well, at least about what's going on here. I think um, what's been interesting this morning, we heard from you know both of the chairs who give their opening statements, and then both of them, Taylor and Kent, both gave an opening uh, statement. Taylor's statement was rather lengthy and very detailed about you know, what he was told, what he asked. You know, he's one of the people in the text messages that was asking, like, so are we saying that you know, government assistance, or, you know, military aid is being held for political gain. Um, and then the response was, call me, right? Like, like, let's right. not text about this, that, call me. That,
0: that, that, that. Yes, I remember that part. He's
1: the person from that exchange. And okay. so um, he has been, you know, very forthcoming about, like, his concerns about the things that he was hearing. Neither one of them was on the call. They were on the calls preceding and following. Um, what was interesting, though, for, for Taylor, he was saying, you know, I was expecting to be getting some kind of a, a a thorough readout of what happened in this call, and I got like very vague notes on what happened in the call, okay, and then the transcript right. came out, and I was surprised to see the things that happened in that call. So, so
0: it's more of his, the red flags that he received after the phone call that uh, that that led up to his concern and wanting to speak up. Well,
1: the red flags preceding and following, and uh-huh. and, and following the call, it was a it, it's been a very, as I said, interesting thing to watch because they have a perspective on Ukraine, and they also both spoke to um, what I think is one of the more important things because everything is so political and polarized both of them talked about how long they've been in government service right neither one of them like this is their first time at the rodeo or they are members of the deep state or something where they're you know railing against Donald Trump Um, I believe they've both served five or more presidents consecutively so they're Um, more
0: or less considered to be objective
1: exactly they are not they're lifers
0: right they weren't they were they weren't specifically hired by Trump they weren't specifically hired by Obama it's just they're they're doing their job regardless of the president I believe
1: it was uh, George Kent that was saying, like, I was, you know, put into this position, but I've served five presidents, and you know what I mean? Like, I've been here for a long time, um, and it, this is not, like, political, and and some of the commentary, they, they took a, a recess for a little bit. Some of the commentary was really speaking to, you know, these these guys speak with, you know, extreme credibility. They have been here for a long time. They've seen a lot of things and they, you know, they really care about the country. And you hear that about a lot of like lifers when they come to um, having been in government for a long time. Like the the Constitution matters to these people. The laws matter to these people. And and being able to hold up the norms of you know, what we do and don't do has been important to them.
0: I really enjoy always watching the live testimony because I love seeing and hearing about body language and the body language I mean, first of all, Kent great bow tie. I mean, he looks great today. Yes. I really will say, fantastic. Uh, Bill Taylor, he's got a little bit more of a magoo look to him, but he they both look and seem like they are legi- like legitimately listening and trying to answer questions to the best of their ability without the uh, random uh, gulping of water and being like, yeah. um, repeat the question, and well, um, and I, well I don't Taylor- know about that. You'll have to look at, like, it seems like they're just there to try and answer the questions. Yeah,
1: Bill Taylor's been great about, uh, they, they were talking about how great his TV voices he's got a great voice for television and really like being able to tell a story and kind of laying out exactly everything that um, he wants to that he needs to be able to you know convey to the the hearing there so um, it's going to be a really interesting thing to continue to watch unfold then last night we got like the full slate of all the people that will be coming out next week and I think it's like nine people or something like oh, that. I have the, to lineup? Look at the lineup, the lineup, the fall lineup has come out and let me tell you, it is. Ugh. there are plenty of people that are going to be uh, testifying tomorrow but hey. also it's it's crazy because there are so many other stories happening today that have nothing to do with impeachment. It is a very, very busy day in Washington, D.C. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's that's crazy. Well, we will try and get to all of it and I don't know if we'll be able to but we'll try and cover it as much as possible try to keep you updated so we we're going to catch you up on all things impeachment, public hearings. We're also, of course, it's Wednesday, so we have to do things like the gay We have to share a new Thanksgiving song with you. Our favorite list, our favorite things lists continue. A listener has also submitted their favorite things list, so we will read that to you. Lots to come. A jam-packed show again here on Drop the Subject. Do not go
2: anywhere. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new channel Q.
1: Welcome back to Drop the Subject. It is a big day today. We are in the middle of something that has only happened a few times in American history, actually twice in our lifetimes. But um, an impeachment inquiry is happening right now in Congress, and uh, hearings are happening, and they are being covered pretty widely. Um, I was saying on the morning show this morning. Uh, imp- uh, <laughs> Michaela asked me, "So, are we impeached yet?" Yeah. Uh, and like, are we I, impeached yet? I think the important thing to remember about this time in our history is how different it is than even just when we did this 20 years ago with with Bill Clinton. Um, it's important to remember that there was no internet; Al Gore hadn't created it yet. Um, there was there were only yeah. you know a few dozen channels. There was not social media. There was not you know a million different ways to get information, and so everyone was kind of watching the same things.
0: It was the hearings and QVC.
1: It was the hearings and QVC. That's right. That's
0: what. Well, that's the world that we were living in before. And the, when Clinton got impeached, it was a much more simple reason. You know it what was I mean? Very there simple, was only yeah. a couple people that were involved. Yeah. This is. An entire administration that's involved. And I think
1: it's important to also remember that we are um, we're not just looking at uh, at a transcript. Right. It's not just about even that one phone call. This is really kind of blown out from that. When this story first started, it was a whistleblower saying that they thought something had happened in this phone call, that there was some problems and he'd been hearing about other things. He or she then it has kind of grown out to be text messages and phone calls and emails and all kinds of different things showing that there are a multitude of people that are a part of what was happening with Ukraine. So, well,
0: yeah, I mean, the, the point that you make about how last time we did this, we didn't have as much technology. Now, because we have so much technology, it's, yes, we're getting information more than ever, but we also have so much more information to go over because absolutely. there are so many... Oh, there, we can talk about tweets. We can talk about phone calls. Like you said, yeah. we can talk about text messages. We can talk about, uh, you know, any number of... Of things because there are so many ways now to document what's going on and yeah. how I mean the transcript is just one of a million different things the pieces of evidence that they can go over yeah. and then there's also hearsay
1: there's there's uh, this great study that was done that I'm um, kind of speaks to the times that we live in and how they've changed um, and I would I, I might try and reach out to the woman who did this study but she basically talks about how um, the things that we watch on TV have changed in over the course of like 50 or 60 years back in the day leave it to beaver was like very this is right this is wrong, right? All those shows back then were very, like, this is what's good and this is what's bad.
0: Well, there was a big highlight on de- domesticity. It was like, D- okay, domestication, being, yeah. yeah, domestication was a big thing. Wanting to be home? Here's what the homemaker does. Look at
1: this new cool oven. But now, everything is about being morally ambiguous. We watched, like, Scandal was one of my very favorite shows. We're rooting for Olivia Pope and her illicit relationship with the President of the United States. We're not supposed to root for something like that. We watch reality shows. I say all that to say, like, we live in a time where our perspective perspectives on what is right and what is wrong is very skewed and very gray it's not as black and white and so when we look at something like this it's going to be important for people to have to have real facts to look at this is what happened this is why it's a problem and i think it's so skewed and different now that it's going to be harder for people to to make a decision about whether or not this was a big enough deal to impeach the president of the united states as opposed to when nixon was going
0: right well i know we have some clips to get to but i did want to say quickly that um it's interesting you say that there's so much moral ambiguity here in in 2019 because I also feel like there's so much overcorrection and oversensitivity now when it comes yeah. to anybody doing anything
1: that's, quote unquote, morally ambiguous. Well, so
0: there's a lot of shaming, but there's also a lot of rooting for. I, I,
1: I sit on both sides of the fence with that. And uh, because I feel like we also have people that are more empowered to speak up for themselves now, right? Like, if you're a woman, if you're a black person, if you're an LGBTQ person, if wherever you are, I think that's why we see so much more of, like, the the dissension in the ranks because more people are free to speak up. I think the same thing, like, I always say this happened with marriage, right? When women's rights, you know, when women were empowered to be able to speak up and, and have a voice for themselves, that's when we saw the divorce rates start going up because women were saying, like, I don't have to put up with that.
0: Right, the divorce rates were here. down because they didn't feel like they had the power to yeah. divorce
1: their, their husbands. We're, we could go off on a whole tangent All about right. that. Yeah. So okay. I so want, what,
0: let's talk about Bill <laughs> want, Taylor. Is that who we're to, going with first? Yes.
1: I want to talk um, Bill Taylor. Um, he There's a clip of him this morning where he was talking about how uh, that he'd gotten new information since he testified before. They've been doing these closed door depositions, and he was a part of that. And he told them that he'd heard something new um, since he'd done his last deposition. Here's a, a clip of that.
3: First. Ukraine is a strategic partner of the United States. Actually,
1: this is a, that's a different clip of Bill Taylor. Um, this is a, we're, we're, we're getting Musical this clip.
4: Clips. <laughs>
3: exactly. Last Friday, oh. a member of my staff told me of events that occurred on July 26th. While Ambassador Volker and I, Volker and I visited the front, this member of my staff accompanied Ambassador Sondland. Ambassador Sondland met with Mr. Yerbach. Following that meeting, in the presence of my staff at a restaurant, Ambassador Sondland called President Trump and told him of his meetings in Kyiv. The member of my staff could hear President Trump on the phone asking Ambassador Sondland about the investigations. Ambassador Sondland told President Trump the Ukrainians were ready to move forward. Following the call with President Trump, the member of my staff asked Ambassador Sondland what President Trump thought about Ukraine. Ambassador Sondland responded that President Trump cares more about the investigations of Biden, which Giuliani was pressing for.
1: Hmm. Why is this important? So we last week told you about Ambassador Sondland was the person who came back and revised his testimony saying, oh, I didn't remember this. Right. But this call that uh, Bill Taylor is talking about. Was not included in his testimony before. So the idea that Ambassador Sonlin forgot about a a random phone call that he made to the President of the United States on his cell phone and talked about Ukraine, the fact that he's going to now have to go back and revise his testimony again is not a good thing for us. Look,
0: I always say that I would make a horrible witness. I don't remember a lot of things. I think that other people said certain things. I don't remember what anyone's wearing. I couldn't remember a license plate to save your life. But if I had a damn conversation with the President of the United States, I think that I would remember
1: has blown up into a massive, you know, story that's going to get him impeached.
0: That you've had plenty of time to go over the facts and to think about what interactions you've had because you know you're going to have to answer those questions. Yeah. I think that you would... I, I would... I would suffice it to say you purposely left that out and now well, it's coming out.
1: at some point it becomes a question of a, a, a missed memory or a perjury, right? <laughs> so right. So it becomes a very different thing. It's a fine line. We're going to make a hard left turn. Ali, you have found something interesting on the Instagram machine. Well, we're going we're gonna to follow yeah, up with more impeachment updates uh, throughout the show every hour, but um, you've got something going on in your own life.
0: Well, I found a, a possible opportunity. My wife and I have been talking about doing something, a big new chapter in our marriage and in our lives next year and I think I may have A a deal or a discount that I found online, but I don't know if this is something I should be getting a discount on. So we'll talk about that next.
2: Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject.
0: The new Channel Q. All right. Drop the subject continues. We have impeachment coverage all show long. So if you've been wondering what the hell's going on in the public hearings, you have come to the right place, because Jared Hill's a smarter man than I, and he knows everything about what's going on in that room right now.
1: Only like one day a week am I really the smart person. I'm like, just be honest. <laughs> all
0: right. Well, you know what? We're all smart in different ways. How's that? <laughs> okay. So, I've, to- I've talked about this on the show before. My wife and I have been thinking of having kids soon, because sometimes, like during the week, really busy, and I'm like, wow, I could not imagine having a kid. That would be insane. And then on the weekends, I'm like, I think I've gone on all the hikes. I think I'm I think I've hiked. I think I'm done all the I've done the wine tasting, I've done the things, kinda ready for something else. I'm ready for the next chapter of my life, I guess. But then comes the question of sperm. How are we gonna get the sperm? So it's always what everyone wants to ask. How are you gonna find it? Are you gonna ask somebody you know? I have always shied away from asking somebody that I know just because even if it was you, I'd be like, but I know you. Yeah. Like I don't wanna know the dad.
1: I will pause you right here because I made a a pact with my friend when we were 18. We were like, if we're both still single at 35, we're going to have a baby together. She's my best friend. That's like next year. Well, she called me uh, at the end of last year. Wait, did we talk about this We might have, but she was like, remember when we said that if we were 35? She was like, well, I turned 35 in January of 2020. Oh, And I was like, I'm sorry.
0: So what, are you supposed to do it naturally? Or are you supposed to do it into a cup? Oh, God, no.
1: Like, she's a woman. I don't (laughs) know. No, I mean, but like, and we've been friends for a long time, but like, she called it in and was like, so, uh, you remember that? And I was like, I had like a full panic in my body, because I'm like, what do you do? Like... This would be my kid, but like she would want to raise it. But like she has a really busy life. Can she even be a mom right now? And like I went through the whole million. And you have a really
0: busy life. Can yes. you have a kid right now? Well,
1: like it, she was like, I would take care of the baby. And I'm like, but I don't want to have a kid that I don't have any connection to. That I, you know what I mean? Exactly, because you'd also want to be there for the kid. Yeah, but like I don't have time for that right now.
0: <sighs> we have to talk about. I wonder if other people have made packs as children and then they cash in on the packs and they wish they'd never made them.
1: Or the person's mad at you because you say no. Yes,
0: interesting. Well, so we've talked about how we're going to do this. You know, my my aunt went to this certain cryo bank and, and she really picked a good one. I mean, my niece, or I guess she's my cousin, technically, uh, great kid. Yeah. Really did the pick of the litter there. She really got her money's worth. She's wonderful. She's well mannered. She knows Good how to draw. warranty. Oh like, God. You know, she is just nothing like the rest of our family. Came with
1: a gift receipt. You it's know.
0: great. So I'm thinking about going there. But then my mom casually uh, last year when she was pressuring us to have children she's like, you know, um, I think your aunt, I think Anne Marie still has some sperm left
1: over. Wait, what?
0: And I was like, uh... Okay, I don't know if that's how it works. I don't think I should do hand me down sperm. But then on the other hand, the, my cousin is really g- a great kid. But then oh, that it's kid that would kid also. Sperm yeah, because donor. they only needed a couple of vials to get the job done. So they have a few vials left over. It would be free sperm, but it would be hand me down sperm. And my kid would be my cousin's sister or brother.
1: Oh, Allie, that is such an interesting Ancestry.com moment. So,
0: so now there's another layer to Wait, this. Wait, hold
1: on. Before we move on to the next layer, <laughs> I'm fascinated by the. We've got leftover sperm. Do you want it?
0: Yeah, because the the discounter in me is like, well, yeah, I kind of do because sperm is really effing expensive, even though it shouldn't be. It's all over the place. Not it, like it's right. hard to find. Yeah. So it's hard to get. I mean, it, you have to pay a lot of money in order to get some of this stuff and you have to pay extra to get information about certain donors. If you want a childhood picture, Wait, so does
1: your aunt sperm like she has all the information on that person, right? Yeah. Oh, Allie, that's so interesting. <laughs> but now wait, make them wait. Cause we have uh, Emmy's already wrapping us to break.
0: Okay, well so there's an Instagram situation. aspect to this now where I could possibly get free sperm on Instagram based on Allie, somebody I follow. So You already
1: have sperm sitting in a freezer that's just yours.
0: <laughs> it's it would not be yours, my, but, my kid would also have a sister that's also her cousin. But
1: that's awesome!
2: Drop the subject. We'll be right back with the new channel Q. We'll yeah. yeah. Drop the Subject. The new Channel
0: Q. All right. We're talking about... It's, it's, it's sperm hour. It's sperm talk here on Drop the Subject. My wife and I have been... Impeachment and sperm. That's yeah, where we're, The where Impeachment and Sperm special theme show. And uh, we've been talking about how my wife and I are thinking of having kids next year. Uh, I did see something on Instagram from this lesbian couple that I follow. And they said... Uh, and they have a picture. I'll show it to you. Of them kissing. And then it says a sign that says free sperm. And it says, yep, you read that right. We're doing a giveaway to... To celebrate our milestone of reaching 100,000 followers, we want to thank you in the biggest way, so we're partnering with Cryobank to give one lucky winner the chance to start a family. California Cryobank oh is near and dear to our hearts because it is the sperm bank we use to start our own family. So you can you would win the prize as four vials of sperm of the donor of your choice. This is weird as hell. One year of storage, but three years to select your sperm so there's no rush. And unlimited access to donor catalog during selection.
4: Yeah. And
0: in order to do the giveaway, you have to like make sure you're following the person, go over to Cryobank, follow them, tag two friends. It's like it's the weirdest. It's a
1: lot. Weirdest. Hard Ass. Anyway, um, okay, so, but you have to be lesbians.
0: I don't think you have to be lesbians. I, no. I was
1: going to say this is discrimination.
0: <laughs> I don't. Th- I think you just have to be in need of sperm.
1: Um, okay, but, but I don't think you're in need of sperm. I think you've so, already got what you need.
0: Jarrett really thinks that I should be hitting up my aunt because my mom mentioned, and we have my aunt on the phone. Amory, are you there?
5: I am. Hi, Amory. Hi. Anne-Marie,
1: how much do you know about what we're talking to you about right now?
5: Uh, just that you're talking about sperm. Okay. <laughs> great, you're all
1: cut up. So, Allie's mom said that, she's like, well, Allie, Allison, you want to have a baby? We've got some leftover sperm to sit in the freezer.
0: Yeah, she basically offered up your sperm, Anne-Marie. You, because you and, uh, and your wife started a family, and now you've got, we, I mean, your daughter's a, a great kid. You made a great choice in picking the sperm, and you have some leftover, and mom basically
5: offered it. Wow, that would be strange, but okay. <laughs> right.
1: We're sitting here. I'm super fascinated by this. I don't know if it's weird or crazy or really convenient or maybe all of the above, but what, what is going through your head when you hear that?
5: Um, that I'm going to charge a premium.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, I didn't say I was giving it away. That, is, that, would, be crazy. Be, that right. would make
5: sense for our family to make sure that we can get as much out of it as possible. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have any left over? I, geez, I don't even know how that works. I did get badgered by the sperm bank for many years. Um, I think they kind of just gave up on me. I think I just sold it back to them, but I, uh, I think I had owed them uh, because I hadn't been paying for the storage fees, etc. So I'm not sure. I guess I could, uh, I could make a call for you. Wait, but
1: would that be weird or would it be awesome yes, to have the kids related?
5: <laughs> um, I don't, well, would you be... Or would it be your wife that would be? Um, I would might be, be a little less weird if it was your if it was your wife.
0: Yeah, I guess that would be. But Katie has no interest in getting pregnant. I'm I'm the one who's going to be getting pregnant. So I think that it would be ah. weird when Mom said that. I was like, Mom, what the hell are you giving me hand me down sperm for? I can I'm capable yeah. of getting my own. But then I understand how how expensive it is. So then you know the 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 thrifty side of me
5: wants to take advantage. <laughs> Well, again, you're talking to me, and I just mentioned a high premium.
0: (laughs) So I guess it's not. She's like, let me charge full price. Be cheap.
5: (laughs) Well, you're happy with your choice that
1: you
0: made, right? Because I mean, Uh, your daughter, (laughs) your daughter is. I mean, she. It's like got got some great genes into our family pool. We needed them.
1: I love the idea of asking her if she likes what she got, as if she could be like, nah, I would take (laughs) it back and get another model if I could. (laughs)
5: But Emery's a genius. She is. And beautiful and funny. And I can just go on for hours. How good of a choice we <laughs> so, made.
1: So it does sound like you, you made a good choice when you're at the market. Yeah. Um, if you kept your receipt, yeah. we could definitely go back and get another one.
0: Yeah. And quickly, Emery, did you pay extra for all that stuff? You know, the childhood picture, all the diet information, all that. You paid a pretty penny for it and got your money's worth
5: the the diet information Yeah, can't you about- pay
0: extra for like guy. yeah, on the guy more information about him? Oh, oh,
5: I thought you said okay. Um, no, I don't. I think that's included. Oh, um, all right. They, oh. they give you kind of a profile about um, you know the family history and what this guy does hmm. and Anne where Marie, he's from.
1: I am so thrilled that we it was just a package to package. You. This is amazing. I think she should totally do it. We thank <laughs> you for joining us. We got to go to break. When we come back, news it or lose it. Don't go anywhere.
2: Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new channel Q. Drop the Subject, the new Channel Q.
3: Drop the Subject presents... News It
1: or Lose It. That's right. There's plenty of news going on in the world, but we've got to get to the News It or or Lose It headlines. I had
0: to dig past all the trending news to get to this crap. You ready?
1: (laughs) (laughs) You've got five headlines. I've got five votes. We'll see how many stories you guys get. What you got?
0: All right. Headline number one. These normal behaviors are TSA red flags.
1: Oh, yes. Interesting,
0: huh? Headline number two. Cops bust unicorn protesting white supremacy at Indiana farmer's market.
1: There's so much happening in that Jam headline. Jam-packed. Uh, yes.
0: Okay. Headline number three. Here's how much that dancing robot in Dolores Park makes.
1: I have no idea what any of those words mean, lose right? it. Uh,
0: Headline number four. Kitty Vigilante reprimanded for helping other cats escape several times a day.
1: I had this in my News It stories because no I way. know Emma, how much you love a cat story. Uh, News It.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, a new survey reveals American workers still feel the pressure to work even when they're sick.
1: Uh, duh. <laughs> uh, uh, duh. Duh. Uh, lose it. <laughs>
0: okay. So we're talking about uh, how cops have busted a unicorn protesting white supremacy at an Indiana farmer's what market. What does that even mean? These normal behaviors are TSA red flags and uh, the kitty vigilante helping other cats <laughs> escape several
2: times a day. All that's coming up. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the Subject The new Channel Q
3: Drop the Subject presents News It or
1: Lose It
0: Got a DJ over here Drop the
1: Subject back Emmy's like giving us crossfades and all kinds of stuff Emmy like. is marshmallow I don't
0: know if any of you knew that <laughs>
1: right. and She's got she's the head like, on That's over right. here <laughs> <laughs> Um, she comes to work in the head (laughs) she comes to work in the helmet the, the marshmallow head with the X eyes and the smile We've actually never seen You're, what Emmy looks like. Your makeup
0: looks so good today.
1: Hi, <laughs> hey guys. Welcome to my channel. I love your eyebrows.
0: OK. Let's get into news What you got easy. for yeah, All right. We'll start with an easy one. We'll start with what are some of the warning signs. Uh, these are considered TSA red flags. And these are very normal behaviors. So this is stuff. I know, of course, you think the TSA, you think of like, oh, of course, they're going to flag anybody who looks like a terrorist or has a beard or things like that. Right. You know what I mean? But these are actually common behaviors that everybody has. And they're very interesting. And and they apparently are red flags according to the TSA. What can you do that you do in your everyday life to get their attention? Well, the first one is excessive yawning. Oh, apparently this is a TSA warning behavior. Another really? one, yeah. Th- and I, I, so I, there's not reasons here, so we just have to speculate. Excessive but, uh, yawning. Another one. Oh, because it
1: probably might seem fake.
0: Oh, like they're like
1: like. Oh, maybe oh, it's a I'm thing that you do when you're like uncomfortable just or like fake. Regular
0: something? person.
1: Nothing to see here.
0: <laughs>
1: you know what I mean? That's kind of like...
0: Uh, another one is if you appear to be in disguise. Because that kind of goes without saying. Well, yeah. Here's an interesting one. Carrying an almanac with you. What? So if you have something like, you know, the old farmer's almanac or any kind of almanac, that is listed, uh, according to the TSA, as a suspicious item.
1: Okay. I don't even know what to do with that.
0: Maybe you're just like, I'm a... I'm a regular American person. Look, Look at, at these me. almanacs. I'm a
1: farmer. I'm I love <laughs> to know what happened in, you know, 35 years ago in weather.
0: Here's my CD of Encarta.
1: That's so random. Okay. Uh,
0: arriving late or close to departure and not knowing where to find your gate, that'll earn you four points. I didn't even know they did points. There's a point scale? Yeah. Widely open staring eyes. That one I can understand. Yeah,
1: when you can see the whites all the way around someone's eyes, You're probably like, not a good why sign. why are you so awake? Yeah.
0: Uh, ga- on the other side, gazing downward. That could land you in hot water, so gaze forward and into the middle distance at all times, but not too wide.
1: Okay, I'm a black man at TSA. I'm already worried about enough stuff. Now I'm like, where was I looking? Did I yawn? <laughs> oh my God. No. Does this hat look like a disguise? Maybe my glasses are Oh no, like, I have an
2: almanac with me. Why? Exactly, right. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject The new Channel Q.
1: Drop the subject is back. We are in the middle of News It or Lose It. Allie, you've got some crazy ass stories.
0: I do, I do. Well, I wanted to finish up the one that we started with, which is some of the regular behaviors that are TSA red flags Mm -hmm. when you go to the airport. Talked about things like excessive yawning, appearing to be in disguise, carrying an almanac with you, arriving late, and uh, having widely open eyes and gazing downward too much. Those are all red flags. Another one is exactly. Exaggerated or repetitive grooming gestures. Hmm. Uh nothing shouts your guilt like excessive throat clearing. That's another one.
1: Mm, yeah. I, I feel like body language experts say that.
0: When you're like <clears throat>
1: all the time, like every three seconds, you're like <clears throat> um, yes. Uh, Hello, uh,
0: my name is not Drug Mule. Exactly. <laughs> and then, this so, is not
1: uh, <laughs> Ali Burner account. I'm Sally Johnson. <laughs>
0: and then, finally, uh, they are. If you are a man with pale shaved f- a, a pale shaved face, that will alert their attention, and then also if you uh, are not dressed appropriately for the location. So, say you're dressed in mm. you know, summer bathing suit attire and you're arriving in Alaska, they're like, yeah. what is going what's on? what's happening here? All right, moving on. Let's talk about this shelter cat that has been raising some red flags for the owners of the shelter. I will get into this story as soon as my story reloads.
1: But you, I saw this story earlier today about a shelter cat that they've been having that's been basically like jumping, uh, jumping the the gate to let like other cats out.
0: So yeah, they're calling they're calling this kitty the vigilante kitty, and he's uh, he's currently at an adoption center. I believe this is in Ooh, where is this? I don't know. Does it matter? Does it really matter? No, it doesn't. Uh, so this cat whose name is Quilty, I mean which is the best name for a cat I've ever heard, he would every night go... Oh, this is in Houston. and uh, Friends for Life Animal Rescue in Houston. And he would basically go about the place at night and open up the cages of all the cats and let them all into the cat room so that they could have a little party.
1: He's the Harriet Tubman of the of the shelter.
0: Totally. It's yeah. like the Underground Railroad for kitties. So they said that his roommates missed him while he was banished to the lobby because they banished him after he kept doing this. But then some other people people got upset and there was a there was a hashtag free quilty campaign because they were like don't just let this quilty be quilty you know if he wants to be a vigilante and let all the other kitties roam free let him be free too
1: no take his ass out of there (laughs) like put him somewhere else
0: (laughs) well he's been adopted because this was a viral story and they even did like a fake press conference at the animal shelter because The person who is giving the press conference, uh, let's just say she's definitely a Channel Q cat lady? Cat, yeah, I, I think she's a Terry.
1: <laughs> she's like... Well, she's Jane, and she loves Terry.
0: I mean, look at her. She's Terry, behind, I like, a fake you. podium. Oh, God. And there are little chew toys that are made to look like microphones, she and she's like, hi, everybody. Cat. I know you're very concerned about Hello, Quilty. everyone.
1: I would like to welcome you to the Yo. cat shelter.
0: We have uh, been discussing the terms of Quilty's release, <laughs> and then we will take
1: questions. Um, but first, I'd like to say we are so excited that yep. me and my wife have been able to adopt Quilty and welcome him into our home. Yep. Yeah.
0: And we only uh, rescued Quilty after we found out that he was
1: special needs. He's our ninth cat. Um <laughs> our four our four adopted children yeah. are so excited. But you know the the couch will <laughs> adapt because the
0: couch has urine and feces all over it anyways. Oh no, that's right. disgusting. It's Hey, you know what? If I could say, as a lesbian cat owner, I am proud to say that my cat is in mint condition
1: or my my couch. couch.
0: Yes, my couch and I've always been given the compliment that our apartment does not smell like cats.
1: I bet it doesn't. Are I you feel being like serious? I've never been in a house with a cat that doesn't smell like a cat.
0: It does not smell like cats.
1: You uh, I'll be the judge of that. I'll come look out at to the
0: I love candles.
1: I don't even think you know. I think that's why you love candles, because your house probably smells like a cat.
0: No, it doesn't smell like a cat. We have three litter boxes to
1: make sure that it doesn't smell like... You're really not selling like... your point? Now,
0: I'm telling you, they're strategically placed. Are you drunk right now? No! Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on to this unicorn arrest. So, a unicorn has been arrested at uh, while they were protesting what white supremacy. What does that mean? So, they were dressed in one of those big inflatable unicorn costumes. Okay. So, basically what happened was there's... There's this Indiana farmers market that's been an establishment for many years. They it's always been about you know farmers coming in selling fresh vegetables, goat cheese, you know your typical farmers market stuff. But then it was uncovered that the owners of the farmers market were outed as uh, supporters of a white supremacist group. Mm-hmm. So since then it's become this like center of this debate on bigotry and free speech, and a lot of people are showing up to. You know, protest at the farmer's market, one of whom was dressed like a unicorn. Uh, This was somebody named Forrest Gilmore. He was dressed in an inflatable purple pony suit with a golden horn, and he was the first to be arrested by the police, uh, with each police officer gripping one of his purple hooves. What
1: I love about this story is uh, the Daily Beast version of it starts off, the arrest of an inflatable purple unicorn on Saturday wasn't even close to the strangest event to unfold in (laughs) Bloomington, Indiana's community farmer's market this year.
0: Yeah, so I mean, Gilmore's part of uh, the Purple Shirt Brigade, which is an active an activist coalition that formed this year in response to allegations of white supremacists working at the Bloomington Community Farmers Market. So he's part of a group, and I guess he want I don't know where really the unicorn comes into play. I guess the Purple Shirt Brigade they just wanted to take the purple shirt thing to, uh, to a little further and make it make an actual costume out of it. I have no idea I, what why they showed I up. I just in love that. that
1: all the reporting is about a unicorn getting arrested. It's just it's perfect.
0: I mean, cops. Bust Unicorn It's great.
1: Absolutely. Great stuff. Um, We've got to take a quick break when we come back. Drop the Subject's Favorite Things continues. Emmy's got her list of the things that she loves this holiday season coming up next.
2: Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the Subject. The new Channel Q.
1: Welcome back to Drop the Subject, I'm Jared. that's Allie. We want to remind you that you can find us on the social media everywhere at DTS Show. That's on Twitter and Instagram. You can uh, keep up with everything going on on the show. Um, we've been doing this thing all week because we think our favorite things matter too. Yeah. So on you know. Monday. Uh, it's not just about Oprah. Yeah, Oprah you.
0: has all of her favorite things. Ooh, so exciting. Okay, She's well. such a legend. Whoa, whoa, whoa.
1: Slow down there, buddy. I know, she is a legend. Um, <laughs> but uh, So Monday, Allie had all of her favorite things. Yesterday, I gave you my list of faves. Today, it is producer Emmy that you know from uh, famous segments such as Emmy Noms, the Emmy Noms, <laughs> Emmy Noms, the Sag After Noms, <laughs> Emmy Noms, uh, <laughs> the upcoming Oscar Noms.
0: I wish that we, when I read about the People's Choice Awards, I was like, oh, damn it, those have and then I was yeah. like we missed Emmy Noms with People's Choice of... No, yeah. that's yeah, not right Yeah, People's it. Choice of Words <laughs> are kind of
1: whack. Yeah. Um, however, Emmy Noms is here for us now. She's she's not going to be nomming through this, but she's giving us her favorite thing. So, Emmy, um, let's talk about your list. Very true. Well, to start this off,
6: I thought that these were just normal things that make you the most happy. I didn't know that this was supposed to be uh, Christmas-related. It doesn't have to be Christmas-related. It's just the things that you love. But reflecting on it, some of these do make really good Christmas gifts. So, number one, as you guys know, I always bring this bottle into the studio, and it is a SodaStream-
1: Yes. Oh, uh, we do have that every day. But,
0: see, I feel like I see those and I never
6: realize that it's a soda stream.
0: Every
1: bottle. time I see it, I'm like, Emmy's around. Exactly. <laughs> Emmy's nearby.
6: I've never actually used any of the flavorings to make it soda. Okay. I just have an addiction to sparkling water and this is a much more cost-effective way of, okay. of you know, nice. satisfying that need. All right. I
0: love soda water, too, but I always do the, uh, I'm, I'm a Kirkland Signature gal. Oh, I'll, what buy the, sure. I'll buy the big, giant Kirkland Signature, uh... Whatever. From Costco. It's like yeah, uh, the LaCroix yeah, yeah. knockoffs, but I should get a Soda Stream. Okay, see, that's a great I'm, pick.
1: I'm totally the opposite. I just like a flat water. So, but I know you love a Soda Stream. So, I do. Yeah, I really yeah.
6: do. Okay. Um, the next thing, as you guys probably know, my Nintendo Switch that Skylar
1: got me. Okay. I, Emmy... That thing is
0: always either being played or it's being charged. Well, it's charged like a, in the corner it's a right very
1: <laughs> right. It's a very new thing. This this happened like maybe while you were gone or something. I feel like, like a month ago. Yeah. Yeah. Right before. Now every time I see Emmy, if she's not at the board. She's like staring down with her hands on the the switch. So yeah, you love that.
6: I do. It's so much fun.
0: Quick question, is yeah. it easy to play when you have the nails that you have? Because I feel like I'm always if I'm playing video uh, okay. games, I'm usually I would find it hard if I had nails, but you have no problem.
6: No, no. It's definitely harder to type on a keyboard than it is
1: to use a switch. Yeah. So She that is definitely one of your faves.
0: And quickly, okay. what is a game one game recommendation? Cuphead.
6: <laughs> I know it sounds playing? really weird. I actually got Ryan from Let's Go There addicted to it. Okay, um, it's like it has really cool art and like a really cool uh, soundtrack and stuff, and it's really difficult. It's okay. I find. Games that are too easy to be really boring mm. and it just doesn't hold my attention. But
1: uh, Cuphead is awesome. Uh-oh. I love I love when Emmy's playing. <laughs> I'll, I'll come into the green room sometimes just will be sitting on the couch and she'll be like, "Oh, bitch! What? Oh my god! Well, if you want to come at me, come at me!" Like she's, like, she's like going in on the game. Uh, so yeah,
6: that's for a live game. Like when okay. you're playing with other players, I get heated. Yeah, but yeah. It, especially okay. when you're losing to like a twelve-year-old boy.
1: Yeah, exactly. which happens <laughs> nice. to me a lot. Honestly, what else you got?
6: Um, something that's not material realistic is just like geeking out with someone about something which happened like last night we had a guest on and he saw my switch and we geeked out for the longest because he's like oh my god is that the new switch and it's just you know it just it brings me a lot of happiness
1: i was having a geeking out moment last night one of the things that i geek out about is like television news like music theme songs and sets The first four minutes of The Rachel Maddow Show was all about the impeachment hearings of Richard Nixon and their theme music and the graphics. And I was like, this is for me. I geeked out all over that. Yeah, Yeah. I love
6: that feeling. Uh,
1: Next thing is my Roomba.
6: I think it is... The best, one of the best inventions of all
1: time. I keep. I never understand how they work. Yes, or is from uh, our sister station, Amp Radio. Uh, she was talking about how she has one and she loves it. And I was like, I don't even get how that works. Yeah, it's just like
6: it's not the smartest technology, so yeah. it bumps into That's, a lot of walls. Yeah, it's and old chairs. school
0: robot man's. Yeah, first robot cleaners, but it keeps your
1: floor actually clean.
6: It really does. Like I don't have to like sweep or. or vac- I have hardwood floors, and yeah. so I always get like there's cat hair on there and just like all kinds of like litter stuff, yeah. and so it's just like I turn it on before I leave and just like let it do its thing But maybe I'll get a Roomba you should yeah. you honestly should like okay. it's a really
1: good investment Great. I think I
0: want to wait for like a bigger robot that can also do other things
1: like the one from the Jetsons yeah can, like, do your yeah. I want to wait for
0: one that has like all the bells and whistles
1: <laughs> okay. but still what good
0: is, rec
6: what was her name Roseanne or something
0: Ro- Rosie Rosie yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's
6: it
1: that's I am trying to think of the name and then, I want her to
0: put dishes in her stomach while vacuuming.
1: <laughs> oh, and she she's washing the dishes herself. Yes. She's the dishwasher. Ah, multifaceted. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. I
6: like it. I like it. Innovative. Um, next thing would just be like a really clean apartment with no laundry I have to do. and oh. like, No dishes. Oh like God. coming home to that. A is freshly so home
0: nice. apartment is such a great favorite thing to have. It is. Especially when you've gone out of town and you've never you to back clean from travel? yeah. before you
6: left.
1: Mm. It's amazing. Good I actually
6: feeling. didn't add this to my list, but one of the best feelings is getting home from from the airport after a trip and like Mm. showering like Ah, that is such a wholesome feeling yeah yeah, yeah, the after airport
0: shower definitely a good one
6: (laughs) um the next thing i had was the revlon brush dryer which like i used to straighten my hair all the time Mm -hmm. and it would take either forever for me to wait for it to dry or i would have to blow dry it which is extra heat and damage as as you people know that you that use those things um and so it's just like an all-in-one and it like literally takes me like Ten to fifteen minutes to, to, to completely my finish yeah. her hair.
0: If you've never seen a picture of Emmy before, her hair always looks amazing. Really, really good hair. Emmy has Thank this this, this
1: dyed grey hair. We actually talked about this, I think, on uh, crosstalk yesterday with uh, with the morning show, um, about gray hair. And like I was like, Oh, Emmy's hair is like dyed all gray. It's really, really dope. Yeah. So,
0: Thank you. Yeah. I'll take any hair tips from you. <laughs> you should. Honestly,
6: like this thing has like saved so much time and it's like much better for your hair than all the heat damage from a straightener. Oh, probably. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And it's Very like not cool. even expensive. All right, going quick because we're out of time. i um, going to Lush and buying any, anything at Lush. <laughs> I love Lush. What I love Lush? their products. Just like what
0: any random soap that has weird crap in it. I it's a soap two. store.
1: It's a soap store? Yeah, it's yeah.
0: like a modern soap store where like everything's like written kind of like black graffiti and it's like here's this cool yeah. bar of soap that's like shaped all weird and it has like flower petals it's in it and stuff. It's all cruelty free oh. and vegan and
6: all natural and
0: oh, stuff. Oh, it's
1: totally like goop approved or or something. Sort of. It's amazing.
6: Yeah, they
0: have okay. all kinds of like scrubs and stuff too. Two things right. I
6: would recommend were the tea tree lotion bar for your face, which is really good. Ooh. And um, sandstone good. body, like it's like a exfoliator. Yeah, it's an exfoliator that has sand in it. Nice. Um, my other two things are not not things. One is like discovering an artist that has like a fire discography, oh, or yeah. or a song that perfectly like relates to your life, like something you like. You're like, wait, yeah. oh my gosh, like, that feeling is for me. that's right <laughs> Yeah. And then the last thing is perfect timing, like when things are timed out perfectly, and like we hit a post, or we just like, yeah, we're late right now, as like I'm cringing. <laughs>
0: yeah. So but it's I'm not perfect timing off. right now because you're playing yourself off. I'm not I mean, satisfied. Thank but. you very much. That's a fantastic that's a really favorite dance list. Thank great yeah. list and we're gonna put emmy's list out on our twitter at dts show and a listener has also submitted theirs we also have an impeachment update for you all the things going on in the public hearings so
2: much to get to we're backed up we'll be right back drop the subject we'll be right back the new channel cue. Drop the subject, the new channel
1: Q. Welcome back to Drop the Subject. I'm Jarrett. That's Ali. We are in the middle of impeachment hearing. Uh, I'm, I'm tuning into the impeachment hearing. I was tell you guys like on a breaking news day, I'm usually listening to uh, the the hearings in one ear and Ali in the other. And so uh, you
0: got hearings and you're hearing me. It's hearing Double hearings.
1: Hearing. And yeah, um, I I was curious because I saw uh, Representative Bill Hurd from Texas. He's a Republican. Um, he was just doing some questioning. And what's interesting is some of these Republicans are starting to resign or, or, or saying that they're not running for reelection, which tends to make them a little bit bolder. Um, so I'll be interested to go back and, and see what some of the questions were. I was looking at some of the tweets and it was saying, like, you can tell that Bill Taylor... Uh, Ambassador Bill Taylor, excuse me, um, respects Will Hurt. I had a hiccup, which is actually going to be in my newsletter it later. I had a hiccup. Well, (laughs) I was just talking. Hiccups?
0: Yeah. Ooh.
1: Yeah. Um, And just kind of like looking at what folks have been saying about that. um, They say, you know, that the questioning has been going well. Also looking at CNN, um, their live updates on CNN.com. They say that... This is interesting. Uh, As of 36 minutes ago, Trump has tweeted and retweeted 30 times today so far, which is interesting because he has a head of state visiting him today.
0: And he didn't he say like, it's funny because I'm looking at some of these CNN updates and it's a lot of information about the hearings, but then a lot of information of saying Trump's not not watching today.
1: Well, and Mitch you know, like, McConnell like he said he's not watching
0: today. It's well, like, why does everyone need to tell me that they're not watching the stupid hearings? Well, so
1: last night, actually, on um, the 11th hour, they were talking about, they had spoken to a bunch of different senators and asking them, like, Republican senators, are you going to be watching tomorrow? I'll, no, I won't be no, watching. No. Oh, absolutely not. No,
0: but and, I will also complain
1: about the lawyers. Well, that, but it's also, like, it's wildly irresponsible, right? Like, you are a future juror on on a, on a Senate trial that will be looking at this like the right. idea that you're a senator in the United States Congress and there's an impeachment hearing happening in the House and you're not paying attention to it that is I, that is uh, that is negligent right you know it's I mean? not yeah. dancing
0: with the stars
1: it's not like which, no I didn't catch it which is required reading as well <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah the impeachment hearings uh, continue and so does drop the subject we're gonna take a quick break when we come back we've got more
2: drop the subject we'll be right back the new channel Q drop the subject the new channel Q girl girl girl
1: girl
0: Ooh, girl. Uh, we're watching some of the live testimony that is taking place in the public hearings right now uh, for the impeachment proceedings. And uh, Jim, Jim Jordan, Jordan is taking the floor and he's using his entire five minutes to just talk about why wh- we what, shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. why, why This Trump is, is all BS, like not even ask. The whole point of his five minutes is to ask questions of the people who are on the witness stand right now. And he's just taking an entire five minutes to tell everyone why Trump is awesome.
1: Why Trump is awesome, why Democrats are corrupt for even wanting to impeach. But why that
0: Ukraine is super corrupt, that's their way of business, and Trump wanted to look into it. That's the yeah. whole reason. Jim
1: Jordan He was trying to make a, it
0: right. He's their warrior. The
1: portrait... Jim Jordan is the portrait of any any bad idea you could have about a human being, probably Jim Jordan. Yeah. He looks like that, at least.
0: And he looks like one of those people who like has fishnet stockings on, probably oh. under his pants. Oh. You know, like, there's oh. a secret. Okay. Okay. <laughs>
1: Didn't see that coming. I think that okay. sometimes
0: with these guys who look really conservative, I just automatically imagine some weird, like they're wearing, so he's heels wearing pantyhose. Right now. Yeah, like I imagine there's some kind of a. a Allie, secret how does your brain work? Or, or he's got like a baby rattle.
1: The funny thing is, I don't even necessarily disagree with him. Yeah, look at him. But like, I never would have thought that. Like, he's probably wearing pantyhose. Not, yeah. not something that was in my mind. And
0: then he gets home and he's like, oh, yeah
1: i got to run on my stockings. I'm so excited. You? Okay, it's time to get into the game, AMA. It is.
0: So this is the time of the show where we do it every Wednesday and we get to know each other a little more. It's an AMA gay edition where we I get to ask Jarrett anything I want about being a gay black man in this world. You get to ask me anything you want about being a big old lesbo. And here's my question for you this week, Jarrett.
1: Go. Yeah.
0: Do you... Eliminate the possibility of dating somebody based on their profession. For instance, we were oh. looking at a lot of politicians today. If a politician ever wanted to date you, would you say no because there's a conflict of interest there? Are there any jobs at all? We can start with politics, but are there any jobs or fields that you eliminate from your dating prospects
1: um not that i can like think of off the top of my head where it's like oh this job absolutely not um to your more specific question of politician like i would definitely date a politician um have you ever um, have you ever dated um think, politicians well, actually the truth you answer sorry I'm you done. had a moment there now I'm done. um the <laughs> Uh no. <laughs> okay. I've not dated a politician. Oh, but you've slept with a politician? Oh Justin, I hate you so thoroughly. Alright.
0: Um okay. Are we going back
1: I, to the fishnets? Well, so this is interesting. Um, I was hooking up with someone when I was in college and Did you just boost the music (laughs) I I was hooking up with someone while I was in college, and uh, I worked at the news at the time. Um, I worked at our NBC affiliate. You worked
0: at the news? Wow. Yeah, I
1: worked at NBC uh, Atlanta at the time. And I was literally walking out into the living room, and my roommate had the news on, he had on our channel, and I looked at the screen and I was like, oh, that's him. And he was running for an office in Atlanta. And was engaged to a woman.
0: <gasps> Scandal! It was
1: scandalous, yeah. And I was like, and you didn't know. I had no idea. So
0: you were just hooking up with a guy, and then you realized that it was him on your station that you worked for, mm-hmm. running for office. I was at married.
1: home, married, and he was uh, he was engaged, running for office, and I was like flabbergasted. And he was like a he was a Christian, like. Mo- he was like he was a minister i'll put it that way
0: uh, and is he is he well known would we all know him
1: no you wouldn't okay but people he in lost? atlanta probably <laughs> cuz he definitely lost <laughs> um but i was just so tw- taken aback by that i was like oh my god
0: so yeah so i mean but that still doesn't deter you. You'd still date somebody politics, even though there might be some scandal or some secrets involved.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's a, a conflict of interest to date someone that's in politics. I mean, I obviously, couldn't cover that person, right? Like, I couldn't, yeah. you know, I couldn't do stories. You on You could on cover that person. them, but you could I mean, cover them. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna take that in the very renty yeah. kind of way. <laughs> Shut up, Justin. A rent uh, in the very rent. I'll cover you kind of way because that oh. had to have been what you meant.
0: Yes, exactly. Um,
1: nothing any more ratchet, mm-hmm. horny. Um, <laughs> I yeah, I can't think of a job where I would say absolutely absolutely not um
0: like you also do interior design would you ever be like
1: oh god this is also in design I don't want to out gay myself so that's actually come up before like I was talking to someone who also did design and I was not sure if that would be a challenge for me or not if it would if there would be like some kind of competitiveness or something Well, moving in would be difficult or great like, well, it would be awful or it'd be great because no. we we either have like no, a completely of not. different exactly.
0: We Feng Shui. No, we fight about company, it. You have to always have the coffee table facing. You you good? No, I'm good. Okay.
1: Um, and so the only the only challenge I've had, I did date someone else who had like basically the same job as me, and that was interesting because there was like a bit of like, oh well, I'm working on this. Oh well, I'm working on this.
0: Yeah, you're comp- competitive. And
1: yeah, and like i had never felt that before mind you adore that person um think he's fantastic and like we're still friends um but that was the first time where i was like oh there's like a thing happening here and i'm not comfortable with that
0: yeah when i was in college i uh you know back when i was an actor my acting days Mm. when i still had hope i um i had (laughs) some partners that were also actors and Mm. eventually i was like i don't think i like doing this because when you're in a gay relationship you're more you're you're a lot of times dating the competition if you're yeah. in the same you know they'd be like well I went out for this role and I'd be like what but we both have brown hair and we're but like the but but we both fit the exact casting specs why did I not get called in and you did yeah you know what I mean
1: I um I, I will say I've dated. More- more than enough actors. Um and I think
0: everyone just should not date actors. Well, I mean <laughs> actors kidding.
1: need love too. Right? No, I know they do. But I but I've dated many an actor and um It's a roller coaster. On. We're gonna take a quick break <laughs> when we come back. When they're working, it's great. I'm gonna hard pivot out of this conversation. <laughs> More of the game. A hey, I've Bye. got a question for Allie <laughs> right after this break.
2: Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new channel queue drop the subject the
0: new channel Q. We will be updating everyone on the impeachment uh, the public hearings and the impeachment inquiry going on right now but first we have to get to part two of the game MA. I know we've already learned a lot about me and my life and you know particularly how where I stand with sperm and how I'm going to acquire it. Somebody else uh, our good friend Chris Contreras tweeted at DTS show at our uh, on our Twitter if you're not following us already please do mentioned this, this guy named Kyle Gordy, who we had on uh, many, many months ago and who was offering up free sperm, said, have you ever followed up with that guy? Yeah, he has actually followed up with me to ask me if I'm still interested in his sperm. So I don't know if I should. I don't know what's worse, saying I got free sperm from my aunt or saying I got free sperm from the radio.
4: <laughs> I would mean, say
0: radio is
1: worse. I. I am, like, fascinated by the story that you have to tell about however the sperm thing happens.
0: But I don't know if that's going to be your question. That's what's the beauty of the gay MA. It certainly
1: is not. So,
0: (laughs) without further ado, what is your question for me?
1: So, my question this week isn't as serious. You know, like, sometimes I'm, I'm like, a heavy-duty question. But when I came out, I had a best friend who was a straight guy um when we had like he we weren't as close at that time but it was like you know maybe six months or a year after we kind of he moved to a different city and so when i came out he was like oh i had no idea like what does all this mean like you know he had all these questions you're like i know everything about the view why is this a i mean hello are you kidding um and so then like i don't know maybe a few days after i came out to him he was like wait a minute how come you never tried anything with me? Ah, oh, yeah. And I was like, because you're straight, you idiot. <laughs> and I was wondering if after you came out or after like, you know, at, at, in more of your adult years like if there were any women in your past that ever were like, "Well, what am I, chop liver?" That is a great question, and the well, answer. Thank you. A journalist's no, I really, favorite response. I like
0: that question because that that uh, that is definitely a thing. And the thing with my personal experience is that nobody said that to me because I had tried it with them.
1: Oh, interesting. I okay. was
0: like, I mean, because I came out. You remember I came out because I was in love with my best friend, right? And um, my coming out was basically telling her that I was in love with her, and then it went horribly wrong, and then she got expelled. Anyway, I can't get into it now but
1: for being homophobic
0: mm, no (laughs) just for being uh, a hussy i'll say hussy
1: a hussy Mm -hmm. she she
0: went to yeah anyway
1: but not with you not with me
0: yeah so sorry there were other i know that's a buff that was a rough time in my uh... life but most of my other friends by then knew that i was into girls so they kind of started flocking over to me mm. to be like well I kind of want to try something
1: really yeah so
0: that was a really fun time of my life interesting when I was still doing musical theater and all of the bi-curious girls mm-hmm. would put the moves on me during like cast parties and stuff
1: I love the idea of putting the moves on yeah that's just such Which, a fun when, to and phrase. yeah
0: when you're a teenager is just getting drunk and being like Michael <laughs> And I'd be like "All right, sure this is great And I didn't really realize Like I was getting hit over the head with it And I was so uh, oblivious And then there was a girl Like one of the dancers in the show that I was in And she was like Do you want to come home with me? And I was like I'm getting arrived from blah 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 Then she was like, "Okay," and left. And then, like five minutes later, I was like, a light bulb went off, and I was like, "What have I done?" And then I made some, abort, abort. I made some sober guy drive me to her house. Oh my god! To be like, "Hi, sorry, I totally messed that up," and then I spent the night at her house, and it was great. But there were
1: right now the music's appropriate. Hello, Kenny G.
0: It was, it was. So that was, I was trying things with my straight friends, but uh, with my wife, she when she. Uh, was younger She was best friends With this girl And now we know That the girl gay And the girl was Kind of in love With Katie
4: mm. And
0: she never Like they never Did anything But I bet she was Kind of bummed That you know Katie was quote unquote Straight and now Katie's not straight So I wonder if she's Like pissed That they never got together Did
1: any of the stra- Quote unquote Straight girls That you were trying Things with Did any of them Turn out to be gay later Nope Really
0: Nope I got them in the Explorative years oh, Now they're nice. all married To very duty dudes.
1: Very du- duty. Dudes? Yeah, not I'm even like D U D
0: E Y, a guy with the not... man bun, like real duty.
1: Not like D O O D Y duty. Oh sure, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. <might>. Okay, <laughs> uh, we'll take a quick break when we come back. Uh, Allie's got a question about whether or not it's too soon for Christmas decorations.
0: Oh yeah, well there's uh, somebody, uh, some neighbors got in trouble.
2: From nice. the HOA, yeah. Oh. We have some audio of it. It's crazy. Really? Okay, yeah. that's coming up next. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the
0: subject, Allie and Jarrett. A little later in the show, we will be sharing today's Thanksgiving song because it is a part of our 12 Days of Thanksgiving musical countdown. Everybody goes straight to Christmas music. It's not fair. There are plenty of Thanksgiving themed songs out there. Listen, Some of them are better than others. Thanksgiving
1: others. needs love too.
0: It does. Thanksgiving needs love too, and our Thanksgiving needs love too playlist will be available to you on Apple Music. We are updating it as we reveal each song.
1: Yes, um, I've I tweeted out the link to it the other day. I'll, I'll retweet it again. Um, so yes, we've been updating it. If you want to see the exclusive new song. A little bit early, it's already in the playlist. Whoa, if you want a sneak peek? Just going to let you know, if you want a sneak peek of what's coming up later in the show, (laughs) you should go follow the playlist.
0: Speaking of Christmas I'm going to retweet it right now. Okay, perfect. Uh, Christmas comes too early for many. Some people, they don't decorate for Thanksgiving. They just go straight to Christmas. And then there's always a debate every single year about when it's too early to start decorating for Christmas. Well, in this case, for one family, I believe this is in San Antonio the HOA has gotten involved and they have put their foot down when it comes to when to put Christmas decorations up. I don't know if you if you've ever dealt with HOA. I lived in a condo at one point and the HOA was kind of annoying but it's also kind of nice because they make sure that everyone's kind of doing what they're supposed to be doing but then the limits are kind of annoying. I
1: have an HOA right now and I yeah, it's kind of a plus and a minus.
0: Yeah, well in this case I would consider it a plus but you be the judge.
1: The
4: Simonis family loves Christmas.
2: Who doesn't love Christmas? And it shows. Merry
6: Christmas, everybody.
4: I think they're great. I think they're very tasteful. Oh, wow. From the snowman yeah. to the reindeer. Okay, what is going on with this guy? <laughs> what is he doing with those
0: decorations? Uh, this is getting to be a very saucy story.
3: To the inflatable helicopter.
0: They're having- okay, inflatable helicopter? Girl, let him talk. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Who has an inflatable helicopter as a Christmas decoration? Who has an inflatable helicopter for any holiday?
1: My dad actually does. What? I'm kidding. I'm completely lying. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I've actually never heard of that before.
0: Okay, I was like, get him on the damn phone. I want to know why someone <laughs> would use an inflatable helicopter. Having
1: a good time up there Was Santa holding on. It's not going to get blown down.
4: And it's not going to get taken down either. We're not going to do it.
2: No, we're not. We're not going to do that.
4: Last Monday, Nick and Claudia got this notice from their homeowners association. Like, it's too early to put up Christmas stuff. Holiday
1: decorations need to be removed. Okay, sorry. Uh... There's nothing more annoying than getting a notice from the the HOA because it's always something annoying. It's like, it's never like, hey, you know, we're lowering the HOA fees or anything like that. I always get a notice like, hey, we're cutting off the water from 10 to 12 because we're doing work on X, or hey, this stairwell is going to be closed because we're doing maintenance on blankety blank. Getting a notice because you put up your Christmas decorations Mm. too early? Like, show me in the bylaws. Why are they always doing
0: maintenance on blankety
1: blank? I can't stand it. And
0: then they always send you a follow-up letter. And this is, I mean, from my whatever uh, property manager people, Mm -hmm. you know, because I rent now. Letting me know that now it actually is not going to be the power is going to be off. It's going to be off on Friday. Now it's going to be Saturday. Now it's actually, yes, that is annoying. It was
1: much more annoying when I worked from home. And, like, I would go to turn on the water and it didn't work because it was 10-15 and they were doing work on whatever.
0: But in this case, do you think that they're doing a good thing? Because I do think this is too early for Christmas decorations.
1: I mean, what? this was, like, recently in the last yeah, week? Yeah, this just happened. I don't think it's... I think after November 1st, all bets are off.
4: <sighs> I, like I think crazy. it's too early, but... Please remove think- the snowman until closer to the holiday season. Wow, that's that's the first.
5: When is, like, when is the right time to put it?
4: When is close...
5: At Christmas time, that is the right time to put it.
1: I think after, I feel like when you enter into Thanksgiving season, which technically is November 1st, I think it's okay. I I wouldn't do it. Like for me, it's way too early. I put up like a Christmas tree last year, I think in the first week of December. And that was like, damn, this thing has been here for four weeks. You know what I mean? But like for people who love Christmas decorations and for people who do like really elaborate Christmas decorations that take a long time. I I get it. Like I you can, want to put it up for I as long can as deal possible. Deal with a twinkle light, sure.
0: Giant inflatable snowman on the lawn. I would like to wait a few more weeks. I just think out of respect for Thanksgiving, <laughs> you can use the inflatable helicopter if you want. Just put some fall leaves I'm on sure it. I'm sure the Thanksgiving lobby
1: is really upset. They about uh, this.
0: are. I want to know where the lobby is. They're not doing anything. <laughs>
4: Closer to the holidays, the letter didn't say I just don't think there is an issue I don't think there should be an issue These are the holidays, this is what we do Oh yeah, I was I was angry because there's a reason why we're doing it Claudia is 8 months pregnant
5: December 25th is ma- it's a due date
1: The Christmas spirit, we're not going to be forced by the HOA to, to take it down
4: Not we... only are Nick and Claudia
1: keeping up their decorations Most of the neighbors are going to put their stuff up too They're lighting keep... them on yeah, fire Yeah, see, I would be pissed If I were them, I would be really upset Like, how dare you tell me when I can put up my Christmas decorations. Well, yeah. Like, I mean,
0: spending so much time to take them down, Yeah, that's the worst part of putting up
2: Christmas decorations. That's why I never back put up?
1: them up. Oh, uh-uh. No, yeah, I'll be thank heated. you. We'll be right back.
2: Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel cube. Drop the subject The new Channel Q.
1: Oh, girl. Oh, girl, girl, girl. There's a
0: lot going on now. There's
1: so much going on. Everyone
0: is weighing in. This is uh, an update on the impeachment hearings, by the way.
1: Yeah. I'm, uh, like I said earlier, I'm listening to the impeachment hearings in one ear and uh, doing this here they're in what looks like a recess I believe they're in recess for a little while because um, it seems everyone's still sitting there so uh, I see
0: a lot of papers shuffling
1: yeah so I'm, I believe it's a recess because everyone is still sitting there but um, the witness the, the people who are testifying um, are out of the room right now so I'm guessing that they're going to be coming back in a few minutes to continue with uh, questioning uh, just to kind of reset and let you know what all is going on today happening in Congress in, in the Intelligence Committee of the House uh, they are interviewing uh, two Trump administration officials who are basically kind of giving their accounts of what has happened with the the Ukraine situation. You remember this started off as a whistleblower complaint, um, and then it has grown into a much bigger uh, statement, uh, a much bigger like seeming conspiracy of things that have happened. Um, uh, updating myself, also all of the members of the House are now getting up from their seats, so maybe this is over for the day. Um, I will I'll, I'll update you as I get more information on that. But um, it's been an extraordinary day, um, we've gotten some more information that was new. Um, all of the uh, both of the guys who uh, spoke today. Um, Both Taylor and Kent have spoken to Congress in these closed door depositions that have been going on for weeks since um, this uh, initial inquiry began. One of the major things that came out today was uh, Ambassador Sondland, who uh, you may remember. I think it was about a week ago we told you he came back and revised his testimony after his first deposition Um, today. In Bill Taylor's opening statements, he said that he had gotten new information since he was deposed um, that Sondland had called President Trump and had a discussion about the Ukraine, um, the Ukraine money being released to uh, from the military, and that. You know, Sondland had left that out of his testimony, and that wasn't something that was included. And that seemingly Sondland's not going to have to go back and revise his testimony yet again. Which you know, some people would say it looks like you kept that one out, or that you lied about it. So,
0: when you say revise his testimony, does that mean he just s- sends something in, or he's going to go in front of Congress and be questioned?
1: Um, that's a very good question. I believe his last um, revision was a written revision that was sent yeah, in, was but like, because BTWs
0: that here. was also.
1: Before they were doing public hearings, Um, I would imagine that he's going to be asked to come in for a public hearing.
0: He seems like a key person that they need to get on tv right the now
1: the question is whether or not he would actually show up right because all these people are subpoenaed and whether or not they show up is a different question got about the subpoenas. So subpoenas. um but uh you, i think we both like saying that more than we probably should i love it um but yes bill taylor and george kent um were both up there today bill taylor is a uh, is a, a the ambassador to ukraine um One of the ambassadors to Ukraine and um, George Kent is a deputy assistant secretary of state um, for Ukraine. Short version of that is they both have a lot of attachment to you. Is that like
0: assistant there. consultant where it really means nothing?
1: No, no, no. <laughs> when you're an assistant like Secretary of State, you're like you're doing stuff. You're the big one. Yeah. yeah. Um. You're 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 as high as you can be. Um. Sometimes in in those roles, even if you're like an assistant, it's also interesting. Like in the White House, like being a special assistant to the president right. is a really big job. But it sounds like you know you're grabbing coffee. Um. But no, being a special being a, an assistant deputy, um, is a, is a pretty big job there. So so
0: it seems like there's a lot of it it seems like what's going on with with um with Kent and with Taylor testifying they're kind of relaying the facts that I mean, to me I look at these facts and I'm like well this is obviously an impeachable offense but then other people f- always find a way to kind of poke holes and sure. skew things in their direction yeah. so it seems like that's continuing to happen and there have been some good sound bites there have today. been
1: and I'll also I I'll mean more to your point though about this being an impeachable offense or not I'll remind you that the last time we went through this was with Bill Clinton in the Monica Lewinsky scandal they impeached him because he lied under oath about it. It was an impeachment based on perjury, right? Never before have we had uh, an impeachment where it was about a national security intelligence kind of thing dealing with another country. When with Bill Clinton, it was this perjury. With uh, Richard Nixon, it was a, a situation about Watergate, right? Yeah. So these, this is like a massively different scenario to try and compare. Um, we well, do all have they a, have
0: to do is get him under oath. I mean, that would be easy.
1: The idea of Donald Trump being under oath is like, you know, like it's a pipe dream. I think. I think I, the Bible would just explode. Sp- Speaking to that point, though, someone did say that, you know, Donald Trump is welcome to come speak. This is a a clip from uh, a little bit earlier in the hearings.
5: The American people see through all this. They understand the facts support the president. They understand this process is unfair. And they see through the whole darn sham. With that, I yield back.
3: Mr. Welch. Uh, Thank you. I say to my colleague... I'd be glad to have uh, the the person who started it all come in and testify. Uh, President Trump is welcome uh, to take a seat right there.
0: Give me the grand entrance. Okay, all right. You all exactly. been talking about me. He, he rolls in with and?
5: the smoke coming sh- in. He yeah, comes sh- in and, and, and it's
0: the Trumpster. Uh, uh,
1: yeah, uh, that was Jim Jordan and uh, uh, Congressman Welch um, saying, like, you know, bring him in. Uh, what would be extraordinary? but so unlikely yeah. is Donald Trump coming to testify in an impeachment inquiry but they will, can't force him they i mean you can't really force him they could hold him in contempt and do the subpoena and the whole thing well they could have a subpoena subpoenas? and then hold them in contempt after that but um, I mean I will remember I will mind you like we had Bill Clinton who had to testify he testified on video and in, in a deposition I would love to see that happen with Donald Trump to see him be able to answer this and um, see I all doubt- the
0: fact checkers be like this is my moment exactly oh yes, my god, this
1: is my time fact checkers would break Just their cracking keyboards cracking their knuckles coming like- <laughs> 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 up next News It or Lose It
2: drop the subject we'll be right back with the new Channel Q Drop the subject. The new Channel Q.
3: Drop the subject presents News It or Lose It.
1: All right, Allie Johnson, you ready to get into this News It or Lose It-ness? That's a yes. Okay. Um, I've got five headlines. Allie's got five votes. We'll see how many stories you people get. Getting away from the impeachment um, hearings, it'll be kind of a reprieve for a little bit for us. Okay. Story number one. Two people just got the plague.
0: Oh, the plague's back.
1: The plague is back. (gasps) Deadly superbugs pose greater threat than previously estimated. Ah, I love superbugs. Scientists may have figured out why we hiccup.
0: Oh man, you're really nailing it.
1: Chrissy Teigen mercilessly oh. mocks John Legend <laughs> over "sexiest man alive" title. I'm gonna lose it. Really? <laughs> you're such a jerk.
0: <laughs> fine, fine, fine. No, 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 no! All
1: right, I won't have it. Oh Lord, you were doing so well until Chrissy Teigen. I know. I love Chrissy Teigen. Um, and so, wait—is that a news? Or a news I'm, it? I'm losing so it. Okay, um, it's a lose it. And then the definition—the uh, diction- dictionary.com word of the day is lacuna. Matata. Almost. Kind of. Sort of. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to news that. All right. So we've got four stories coming up. News It or Lose It coming up next.
2: Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q.
3: Drop the subject presents News
1: It or Lose It. Now my microphone's on. Yeah. Welcome back to Drop the Subject. I I'm love Jared well.
0: I did the exact same thing yesterday. Yeah. Uh, Talking. No we, one's listening. We,
1: Allie had so many questions about John Legend's Sexiest Man Alive story. I did. Th- but you th- lost it. Huh? Not lost I it. Lose. You You <sighs> lost it. So you, you don't deserve to know the details about John Legend getting trolled by his wife. You don't.
0: Okay. Then move on.
1: You don't deserve this story. I've... <laughs> Stop
0: That's asking me That's why about I it. lost it, because <laughs> I don't deserve it.
1: A story that... Who saw this coming? It's a, this comes from CNN.com. It says, two people in China are being treated for a plague. It's the second time the disease, the same one that caused the Black Death, one of the deadliest pandemics in human history, has been detected in the region in May. A Mongolian couple died of, from bubonic plague after eating a raw kidney of a marmot, which why I don't know what any of those things mean Uh, two recent patients (laughs) you don't know what
0: any of those things mean
1: you ate the raw kidney of Of a a marmot m-a-r-m-o-t what's a
0: marmot ginger justin is that like a lemur
1: look that up buddy
0: I think it's like a little lemur look it up
1: Uh, well apparently a marmot according to the dictionary on my mac says a heavily built gregarious burrowing rodent of both Eurasia and North America typically living in a mountainous country
0: let me see a picture I gotta see how cute he is. He looks kind of like a
1: ferret. Oh,
0: yeah. I've seen this guy in memes. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, apparently they <laughs> ate the they raw ate kidney <laughs> of a marmot. All right, I, well, I hope I'm saying plague. that right. Is it marmot? Is that, is that what we're saying?
0: I would actually be pleased marmot? if I had the plague after that. I'd marmot? be like, that's all that happened?
1: Yeah, no. You'd be also dead. That's uh, what I think. In two re- the two recent patients from the Chinese province of Inner Mongolia were diagnosed with pneumonic plague by doctors in the Chinese capital of Beijing. They are now receiving treatment in Beijing's uh, Chiaoyang district, and authorities have implemented preventative control measures. Plague, caused by bacteria and transmitted through flea bites and infected animals, can develop in three different forms. Bubonic plague causes swollen lymph nodes, while septicemic plague infects so yeah. exactly infects the blood, and pneumonic plague infects the lungs. Um, this is just so crazy they got the me.
0: booby one. <laughs> It's my favorite of all plagues.
1: Of course it's your favorite.
0: You know, I I will say that you we're all about reboot culture in this day and age and you know, old timey diseases making comebacks too. It's like why not? Everybody loves a comeback.
1: Every That's a way of looking at it. (laughs) It's true.
0: I mean, I think we'll deal with it a lot better than we dealt with it, what, in the 1500s when it killed all people.
1: We'll see how Disney Plus handles uh, (laughs) the coverage of this reboot Yeah, and who gets access to it.
0: I mean, I hope it's included in my subscription. I've already got one. It's
1: just, I know, you said that Katie bought it, right? Yeah,
0: she said we have to get this immediately. We have to do the entire year and now we need nothing else.
1: Which, I mean, that might be a bit of a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't think so. You know, when, she thinks it has everything now. When Peacock comes out and has friends on it or something, she's going to be like really geeked about it. Ah, uh, maybe. Um, okay, moving on. Uh, uh, our, actually, our boss sent this story. He was like, did you see this? Um, it comes from the Washington Post. It says, deadly superbugs pose greater threat than previously estimated. Um, drug-resistant germs sicken about 3 million people every year in the U.S. and kill about 35,000, making it much a much larger public health threat than previously understood, according to long-awaited reports coming out from the CDC. The new estimates show that, on average, someone in the United States gets an antibiotic-resistant infection every 11 seconds and every 15 minutes someone dies. Wait, what? Uh, yes, like, well, because, you know, we hear about all these superbugs that are resistant to the antibiotics Yeah, that they're we're mutating. taking. they're Right, and we've even heard this about HIV. Like, there's a new strand of HIV. We don't know if it's like a, a, a superbug necessarily or a super version of it um but it it has there's another mutation of it right so we see that the the viruses and sicknesses and all those kinds of things are able to mutate
0: well look animals adapt to their conditions, humans adapt, and why shouldn't germs also adapt? They're becoming resistant to all of these antibiotics, and you know, it's something that I would think it's making us stronger, though it doesn't seem to be. I feel like now I'm getting superbugs and I'm just getting sicker than ever, and I wish that humans would adapt to the damn superbugs. You would think of all the sicknesses that we've gotten in our lifetime. Think of all the times you've had a cold, Mm. and how you should be building up immunity and antibodies throughout that process, but we just continue to get just as sick.
1: I think Dr. Alice, I mean, I keep saying Dr. Alice Nurse, Alice would probably come in and say that you, that because there's always a new version that that's what keeps getting us sick.
0: Right. We you know? keep having to adapt to a new
1: one. A new, right, because I think she said there's something like 200 colds or something like yeah,
0: that. Yeah, and then she said they keep changing and mutating, so yeah. we're always getting a new cold a or a new, new version. version of the same cold.
1: It's, it's fighting for its life. Oh, yeah.
0: Stupid, dedicated. They're so dedicated these well, germs. Well, you
1: gotta appreciate the fight. Um, yeah. They say bacteria, fungi, and other germs have developed a resistance to antibiotics and other drugs pose uh, one of the gravest public health challenges and a baffling problem for modern medicine. Scientists, doctors, and public health officials have warned of this threat for decades and new reports reveal that this problem is even more urgent than experts thought it was, which, you know, really a heartwarming way to go to break.
0: Yeah. Well, experts always seem to underestimate things, so can't believe it's worse than they originally said. Good news next? Maybe? Maybe.
1: We'll see. All right.
2: Drop the subject. We'll be right back with the new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q.
1: Girl. Uh, welcome what are back we to, doing? Welcome back to Drop the Subject. There's so much happening over here. Uh, just so you guys can understand what's happening in my brain. <laughs> Donald Trump is holding a live press conference in the White House with the Turkish President Erdogan, which is already crazy. There's the t- analysis of the impeachment going on. Yes. In the background, we have la da dee, da 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 da, dee, da da da. On the TV above me is CNN. It's like a crawl being <laughs> Exactly. Like,
0: oh, not everything's going to crap.
1: Meanwhile, I'm trying to find this video in my phone of a baby hiccuping and laughing because of the next story. So,
0: and none of us have ADD. And
1: Shall none I of have? us. Oh my gosh. My goodness. Okay. So uh, this story says scientists may have just worked out why we hiccup, and it's I didn't that's re- not true. Well, we'll it, never
0: know. It's Amelia Earhart and this. Okay, we'll never so, know the we'll never know the answer.
1: <laughs> well, they say although hiccups may seem like a nuisance, scientists have discovered they may play a crucial role in our development by helping babies to regulate their breathing. Oh. Right, that's interesting. Um, in a study led by uh, the University of College University College of London, uh, researchers monitored thirteen newborn babies. Founding found, <laughs> I speak English and read it. <laughs>
0: All right, is this a riddle? We have thirteen newborn <laughs> babies.
1: <laughs> thirteen newborn babies and found that hiccupping triggered a large wave of brain signal which could aid their, their development. The study's uh, senior author said in a statement that this brain activity might help babies to learn how to monitor their breathing muscles, eventually leading to an ability to control breathing voluntarily. He added that when we're born, the circuits which process body sensations are not fully developed, so the establishment of such networks is a crucial developmental milestone, milestone uh, for newborns. That's okay, super interesting. Okay, so we might know not Not sure why it happens for adults.
0: Okay, so we know why it happens, but we don't know what causes it. Still. Exactly.
1: Yeah, okay. they don't know. They don't know what the cause is they add that hiccups um have no known advantage for adults and suggest that they could be an example of a hangover from a quote hangover from early periods of our life that persists into later life Oof. kind of like we talk about um like the appendix doesn't necessarily have like a function anymore it's kind of something that that has kind of stayed there yeah
0: or people with a vestigial tail
1: yeah yeah um or that you know people do you have you ever met anyone with one with a vestigial tail? Yeah,
0: some people. Come on, don't look at me like I'm crazy. Ginger Justin, you know what Emmy, I'm talking about. There are people that have vestigial tails. Emmy
1: and Justin are both nodding. Maybe this is a white folks thing. I don't know. No. I'm no, <laughs> no. No, I, no,
0: I don't
1: know.
4: No, there are this is. some
0: people who have uh, basically like their tail.
4: They, they're the, the born tail with bone. a little bit of a tail. It's
0: a nub. It's, it's a, a nub. nub, yeah.
4: There's someone in the building. No. Yes. Really? Yeah. Can you? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. There's this someone is my in the room?
0: Okay, is there someone in the room? Does he have red hair?
4: No. They work down this down the hall though. Really? And they have a vestigial tail. Correct.
0: See, this is so so that's something that we used to have when way many, 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 many thousands of years ago, and now we don't need it anymore, so we don't have it anymore. But occasionally a human slips through the cracks and it's no wonder that they're in radio.
1: Well, you know what? I'm not doing that.
4: Okay. <laughs> All right. Say, well,
0: okay. So we know that hiccups that, that they benefit babies, but we don't know why, how they get caused, or why say, adults get them, or why specifically we get them when we're drunk.
1: Right. They, they say preterm and full term newborns involved in the study had electrodes placed on their scalps and sensors to and their torsos to monitor for hiccups. Scientists found that contractions in the baby's diaphragms produce three brainwaves, and believe that though that through the third brainwave, babies may be able to link the hic sound. Um, of the hiccup uh, to the physical contraction huh. they feel.
0: I think that something that should be added onto the favorite
1: things list is baby hiccup. Oh my God, it's just so cute. Just a baby
0: who's like kind of laughing or kind of just drooling around and then they're just like, Hick!
1: So I was saying to you <laughs> so that I was nice. trying to find a video on my phone because um, I always say my favorite baby is, is my best friend's. They they just had a baby who just turned one. And the first time I went over to meet him, I was sitting on the couch with him. You and have like, seen had him videos and pictures. Lap.
0: He looks so cute. He's the
1: cutest. And like he's sitting in my lap. And I was just like kind of talking to him. And like he makes a sound. And I would talk back to him. And like he started laughing. And then he started to hiccup. And yeah. the hiccup was making him laugh. <laughs> and the laugh <laughs> would make him hiccup. And <laughs> it was just the cutest. And they were like, he's never done that before. So- yeah. Yeah. it was very exciting but uh, uh, it's one of my favorite memories of him so okay the dictionary.com word of the day is lacuna any idea what lacuna means
0: uh, I think that it's a really overpriced drink at a Hawaiian tiki bar
1: almost it's at a Tahitian tiki bar no no it's not oh did Can you believe me, make me so... <laughs> uh, come I on you man it. I had that okay lacuna is a noun it's a gap or missing part as in a manuscript or a series or a logical argument, or a hiatus. So it's a gap or missing part or a hiatus. So
0: all the shows at a certain time of year are on lacuna.
1: Exactly. When they take a break. Unless you're in radio.
0: Well, we're about to go into a lacuna of our own. We'll be right back. Drop the
2: subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new channel Q.
1: We are back. Welcome back to Drop the Subject. I'm Jarrett. That's Allie. It's been a lengthy day uh, in coverage of the impeachment hearings that are happening over in Congress, and we'll be continuing over the next couple of weeks. So we'll we'll keep you abreast of those things as they continue to develop. You're uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, abreast. Yeah. Um, but also, um, we just wanted to point out we're not going to do like a full impeachment um, update here. But as I'm watching the analysis, one of the most interesting things that um, people have been saying is that Republicans have not disputed any of the factual evidence. Because they of, can't. None of what they're saying is like, he didn't do this. He like, this didn't happen, blah, blah, blah. It's all just trying to attack the whistleblower and trying to, you know, uh, do that sort of a thing. As and they're attacking to...
0: the lawyers. Exactly. They're attacking everybody else for the questions that they're asking. Yeah. They're attacking the people testifying themselves, but they are not disputing the none things that all of us know. And then yeah. a lot of other people are going, well, these are literally the facts. Yeah. So, so that's what we're here to look at.
1: Well, something else we're here to look at is the importance, of thanksgiving
0: well the importance of thanksgiving music
1: the thanksgiving music that you know really doesn't get the love or attention that it deserves and there is a song we told you like some of them are going to be amazing songs some of them are going to be songs we're a little less grateful for i don't know where this one falls in the spectrum <laughs> for you um but gender justin loves this song he thinks it's really fantastic he sent it in um and gender justin anything you want to say before we we set up this song and and, and give it to the people
4: This is from the creators of Rebecca Black's Friday.
0: So I knew that before I even knew that. Before I listened to this song right. and I was like, this is the person who did Rebecca Black. I it know has it. has to be. Because there was this weird wave where, it was, I don't know if it was like a six month or a year period, where all of these like preteens who had money were like, let's hire this one producer to write me a song and make me a music video because Rebecca Black did it and they she ended up being in this like,
1: overnight sensation. They had money on like a Casio keyboard or something. Yes. The songs are, they're special. <sighs> and
0: they're all like,
1: the same song.
0: They're all the same type of song, and they're all they all take place in like the girl's bedroom or the girl's brand new car that she has, oh, or like a random. Look in the yard. P- If you
1: go to the playlist, I just tweeted out the playlist a little bit ago. Um, the song is called "It's Thanksgiving," but if you look at the album art, literally someone took a photo off of Instagram and made it their album art, and it's just like this girl standing with her, her hand on her hip on her do- like at her front door. She's so cheeky.
0: So Her name's Nicole Westbrook, for anyone who wants to know about this new emerging artist. And the, this well, was actually a single from 2012, so, so it's not a emerging. new song. She's uh, <laughs> still waiting to emerge. And what, just quickly before we play the song, what it, what else is on the playlist? Because I know we have the playlist out right now. Oh, yeah.
1: The playlist right now has yesterday's song, which I think is a bop, called <laughs> Apple Peaches Pumpkin Pie. Uh, Monday's song is called Let's Turkey Trot. So mm-hmm. I've tweeted out the link to the Apple Music playlist uh, so that you guys can... And You know, everyone needs music to play on Thanksgiving Day, and we're here to help.
0: And we're here to give you a variety. I mean, we're learning through this process that some songs should be forgotten, and yeah. other ones shouldn't. So you be the judge. This, without further ado, is It's Thanksgiving by some girl named Nicole.
2: I'm wide awake, and I should take a step and say thank you, thank you for the things you've done and what you did. Oh, yeah.
0: Eggs. It sounds like they're saying eggs. Oh, eggs. It's less popular, but still.
1: All I right. mean, what a contribution to the musical field. Uh, Did you want
4: to hear the rap break?
1: Yes. Oh, is there a
4: rap there break? There is a rap break. I want to hear the Justin, rap break. Justin, how dare you? <laughs> Is there really? There is. Okay. okay. I'm not sure if it's in this clip though. So oh if you're God. just tuning
0: in, this is It's Thanksgiving by Nicole Westbrook. Now this is her uh, single. I don't think she ever wrote a different song. Well, she didn't write this one to begin with, but this is the, the
4: only one see, that she paid you know someone what? else to make. You know what? She
1: probably did write this. <laughs> I would not put it past her. I, I uh, think it's it's very likely that she did write this song. I'm trying to fast forward to get to the, the rap break here.
0: Where's the rap break? Well, ginger justin you said do you wanna hear the rap break and then you don't have I it? I thought the full song was pulled. Be oh. Gotta be, Gotta
3: be can't
4: be we're
0: all doing that TSA thing you're not supposed to do with those really wide eyes. Well, those wide
4: <laughs> We're all like, what? We would all be getting pulled
1: out right now, like, yes, what is going on here? We would. Well, um, another song it gets added to the Thanksgiving playlist because Drop the Subject presents Thanksgiving Music Matters <laughs> I, too, I, only on Apple Music. Yes,
0: I would like anyone who's playing this whole playlist, please play that at Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, absolutely.
1: Where else would you play
0: it? I want someone being mashed potatoes and someone go, hey!
2: <laughs> we'll be right back. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All
1: right. Welcome back to Drop the Subject. It is time for something that we do every day here. It's been a, a very, you know, historic day at the very least the beginning of public hearings for impeachment. But I think it's time that we call in a happy ending
0: yeah we've really been all over the map today I mean we've talked about the impeachment proceedings we've talked about sperm talked about uh, whether you date a politician and that you hooked up with one once I'm right. not doing that that was cool <laughs> We've done many a News It or Lose It, and now, yes, it is time for Happy Endings, and this is where we take something that was kind of a bummer in the show, and we make it something positive, and I guess I'll go ahead and go first. because you, you had
1: a really lengthy one, so like, let's let you start out. <laughs> <Well, laughs>
0: uh, all right, here's my happy ending. Yes, superbugs are taking over. They're developing immunities, and they're continuing to infect us, and they're making us sicker than ever. But the good news is that Superbug was just signed on for seven more Marvel movies, oh. including Superbug vs. The Worm, okay. Superbug vs. Venom, Ooh. and Superbug into the Superverse. Oh.
1: <laughs> Superbug is making money.
0: Superbug is, yeah. Is getting
1: paid, honey. Get,
0: it's getting paid. What do they say? Henny? Henny.
1: <laughs> getting paid, Henny. <laughs> Shoot. Superbug is like I heard you bitches was Superbug. looking
4: for me here I go bring it back
0: Superbug is saying bitch here I go bitch that is here my, I go that is my happening.
1: Uh, Justin I see over on your pay on your board there you've got a lot written what you got
4: The Plague may be the reboot that nobody asked for. The reboot? I was going to say, was that a word? Roo, roo, roo. Let's just wait for yours. Let's just wait Uh for yours. Oh, mine is freaking brilliant. Okay. Ish. The Plague may be the reboot that nobody asked for, but at least our good friend Felicity Huffman just bounced back by signing on for the Lifetime movie playing the Marmot. Oh, my God. We both had a movie
0: deal (laughs) happy. I know,
1: right? (laughs) Um, Okay, so. It's been a tough day, people. <laughs> Donald Trump may still be president. Who? But Lord. look at the breakfast. You side. say Ryan, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. You t- stop no! your
0: face. You stop it. This bell is going on the floor. I quit. If you, all right, Reynolds can still get he it. He can still. No, he cannot. He can no longer get it. He's according no to rules, to get he is it. no longer allowed to get it. No fair.
1: Oh man. I'm okay, sorry. you worked hard I've today. Been, I've been I've been listening to a lot. Okay, you've
0: been up since like 5 a.m. Oh covering impeachment stuff. So I get I get it. Uh, tomorrow I though,
1: my, I will start working on my my uh, happy ending when I wake up tomorrow. There
0: you go. Just so thinking about it all, all day. Yeah. All right, exciting show for you tomorrow. We have gay gay cray cray of course, and then a listener has submitted their. Favorite things lists. Nice. So yeah, if And you then Ginger wanna,
1: Justin has his tomorrow. Too. Yeah,
0: Ginger Justin has his tomorrow. Nice, yes, nice. because uh, Oprah, of Probably. course, shares her favorite things lists. But we want to share lists of our own because hey, you know it. We matter too. Uh, so if you want to send them to us, you can at DTS show wherever you, uh, you know, on social media on Twitter and Instagram. You can also check out the podcast. Drop the subject wherever you find your podcast, and we will see you mañana. Yeah, we'll see you tomorrow. We're taking a lacuna. <laughs> On the, ne- on the next. Drop the subject. What do you want to do on the next show, Jarrett?
1: I don't know. I feel like we haven't had a guest on in a while. I just don't know who to get.
0: Well, why don't we do what we do all the time and go to Congressman Peter Welsh for ideas? What do you think, Peter?
3: Uh, thank you. I'd say to my colleague, I'd be glad to have uh, the, the person who started it all come in and testify. Uh, President Trump is welcome uh, to take a seat right no. there. no, no, no. no, no.
2: Drop the subject 12 to 2 Pacific, 3 to 5 Eastern on the new Channel Q.